Spark innovation across your federal agency with IT hardware, software, and services from Connection Public Sector Solutions. Your technology procurement challenges will meet their match as Connection's dedicated account managers offer exceptional customer service, and our extensive list of supported federal contracts means you'll always get a price that works for your budget. Learn more about innovation for your agency with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts. The sweet aromas of the apple fritter, cinnamon roll, and blueberry muffin are hard to resist. So making it the rest of the way home without reaching in your McDonald's bag is no easy task. But nothing worth doing is easy. Wake up and pair any one of these sweet, fluffy, frittery bakery treats with a McCafe iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back inside the studio for another edition of Two Up Front, presented by ShopFutsal.com. I'm Baxter Colburn. And this is Simon Provan. Oh, hello, Simon Provan. Doing another remote interview today, are we? Well, we do. You know, busy with the kids, Baxter, running all around, so this is how we make it work. Absolutely, and uh, we are excited because it's time for our Women's Soccer Spotlight here on Two Up Front. And joining us this week, we have head coach of the Portland Thorns, Mark Parsons, joining us. Good afternoon, coach, and welcome to Two Up Front. Good afternoon, guys, and thanks for having me on. You're very welcome, Coach. We are excited to have you on the, the league-leading Portland Thorns, Coach. Uh, you didn't start off leading the league. You were trying to figure out things. The Washington Spirit, your old club, were dominating for a while, and now all of a sudden you guys find yourself on top of the table. How does it feel to be uh, several points clear of those uh, pesky Chicago Red Stars in second place right now? <laughs> I think our, our focus is has truly been one game at a time and, and it feels most different to the going into the first game of the season, which is Orlando home and to, to what it does now, which is sky blue uh, at home this Saturday. We've been very, very short sighted in regards to our, our focus and, and looking at what's immediately ahead of us and making sure players are recovering physically, mentally and, and then preparing for that, that huge challenge. You know, I, I knew that the, the league would be tight this year. I, I did not, and I don't know if anyone else did, predicted that it would be as competitive as it is. It's for sure the most competitive uh, league that I've been involved with in the NWSL the last three years. And um, it's, yeah, it's, it's got tougher and tighter, and every single game is is immensely draining physically and, and mentally for the players. So it's, uh, you know, we've, we've had a tough stretch, and we've got some important points on the board, but um, you know, it's no different, you know, than, than we were go back ten, eleven games ago when we we're leading to our first one. This is a huge one on, on Saturday for us and which presents new challenges and, and we're doing our best in getting ready for that. Well, you're talking about that a little bit too, coach, with uh you going through a lot of tough matches. You've played eleven games. You're the only team in the league so far that hasn't lost a game yet. So does that add an extra even level more of pressure to continue to stay undefeated or is it something that, you know, you don't really tell your ladies too much to worry about and just go out and play the game? No, I've never talked about it. I've never discussed it. I, I do think that it's a it's a very uh you know, a lot of people don't like to have things like that, they feel it brings pressure. I mean, I'm the opposite. I think it puts pressure on other teams. I, I think that when you're going up against a team like us that has the players and the, the organization and the grit and the battle and the toughness that we have, and then you know that they haven't lost a game, you know, you're, you're 60, 70 minutes in, and um, 
you're playing against the thorns, it's going to play on people's minds. And I say that because I've been there. I've been there on the other side of it when you're playing against a team who hasn't lost or hasn't lost at home. And, you know, you, it does play on your mind. And, you know, we're Orlando on Sunday. We, I think we were, uh, we were dead and buried when that goal went in. We had nothing in the tank. Mm-hmm. You know, I think fortunately that the goal uh, really angered our players. And the water break kind of saved us. We, we managed to change some things tactically. But, but the reaction from the individuals on the team from our team was huge. And then you wonder to, you know, Orlando, you wonder what crossed their mind, you know, when they're one new up because they just, they disappeared, they dropped, they scored and, and they, their, their team kind of started to look like what ours did for the first 80 minutes. You know, it was, it was for us, it was a really tough one after a long stretch of away games. And so it's, uh, you know, for us, I've never mentioned it and I won't, you know, I won't. And I also won't talk about where we are in the league. I won't talk about points. We, we truly talk about, what the how we're recovering uh, from the previous game and how we're preparing for the next game. I think that's that's truly been the objective each week and it hasn't changed since day one. So, Mark, you're talking about the next game. You're at home, which, uh, you know, lead, leading in attendance over 16,000 average there, which is awesome for this league. And you're, you're taking on another team that's in the lower half. And as you said, it's a very competitive league, so whatever that matters. But you're taking on Sky Blue FC, what do you look forward to this game on Saturday, July second? Yeah, there's no. It's really hard to look at the league table and look at them and think that this is going to be easy or hard game. I remember going to Boston, second game of the season, and and it was probably one of our most toughest games. We got out of there with a one 0 win. It's one of our, um, you know, the, the tactical approach that Boston had, and you know, it's the hardest game. So you, you look at the table now, you would have thought, well, well, Boston was a, an easier game because they struggled a tiny bit and they'll bounce back. But it was our toughest. So then you look here, Sky Blue, they've just beat Washington. They should have beat Seattle at home the mm. week before. I mean, a team that has almost beaten two of the strongest teams in the league, yeah, it's going to be a huge challenge for us. And well, you know, while we're, we're ready for this challenge of, of missing some players, um, my, my trust and faith in the players that we have here is huge. You know, they've been here from the beginning. They've been here involved in every meeting and, and video and, and training session. Um, the one thing I can't I can't do in, in six days or, for say, three training sessions is what we have this week. What I can't do in three days is build the, uh, say, the, the chemistry or the repetition, the hours that these players on Saturday, um, you know, I can't replace what Sky Blue's team has put together. I can't replace mm. the hours they've been in a match together, building those relationships. We can have a very different team, a very new team out there. And while I trust in the individuals hugely and they're, they're a great group of hardworking, talented players, we can't replicate the the hours that, you know, the, the group that played Orlando in, in on Sunday, that's a core group that spent a lot of competitive match minutes together. And there's a lot of there's a lot of non-verbal communication uh, that gets built where in training and games, and so we've got to try and we've got to try and build some of that in three days, which is which is the biggest challenge. And we'll do our best job. We'll prepare them to be tactically uh, organised, and you know, and and you you trust in the players executing and working as hard as they can, which they've shown. You know, they've shown every day in training, and they've shown in the Seattle game when when we lost our players then. So it's a, it's, a, it's a good challenge, but it'll be a big one. Well, speaking of, of players doing well this season, I mean, you just look at the 
stats leaderboard, you know, Lindsay's got four goals on the season. So she's up near the top. You got Tobin Heath leading the league with five assists. Uh, French, you know, three clean sheets on the season, only allowing six goals so far. It, it looks to us that, you know, overall, you've, you've got this team, as you said, this core group of players just playing so well to get together. How do you keep that going for an entire season? Well, I, I, what I'd say is our results have been uh, very strong, very, very good. Um, but we, and we've got to be proud of that. Right? We've got to be pleased, but our performances can, can improve. And um, I don't think that they could be much better than what they are with the circumstances. We have had you know, the toughest schedule in the league. We've had the most away games in the league. Mm. But it's not just the away games. It's that you know we went to the East Coast. For, we went to Chicago away. We stayed out there, went to New York away, came back, three-day rest, played Chicago at home. We then went back out to Orlando, the worst travel of the of the year for you know the opposite side of the country for us, and um, it's uh, it's been a huge challenge to do that. And we picked up some important points, but our performance can be better. And when you travel, you don't get to train. I remember speaking to the staff. Our last full training week was three and a half weeks ago before the Washington game. Mm. We believed that we had the right preparation before the Washington home game, which we won four one. Since then. We haven't. We have not had proper preparation for a game of football. And, and then you look at the oppositions we've played. We played New York away. I think we had two days on the road preparing for them. They had a, a seven-day build-up, um, a seven-day at home. So you, we haven't felt that for three and a half weeks. This week is going to be the closest to it, and we get three days. So it's it's there's, there's different challenges. What I think about our results, they they have been pretty extraordinary. But the cool thing is, I think our performances are are going to improve a lot. You know, this period here mm-hmm. with four games, I've got to build some chemistry very quick with our with our group and and have our tactical you know our tactical model will be slightly modified and and in our uh, approach to these four. So we've got to hammer that in, and and then we uh, we welcome the players back later on, and and then we'll look a bit different again. So I think we can get better in performances, uh, and you know that doesn't mean results get better. You know, we've we've had some extraordinary results, but if we can improve our performance, I do believe it means that we keep momentum going. And the more we improve our performance, the more prepared we are for for the business end of the season. Those last three or four league games, which which would decide teams getting in playoffs, and then hopefully, you know, we're we're in a good place by the time playoffs come round and we're in there um, with a, with a shout to to compete. Talking with head coach of the Portland Thorns, Mark Parsons, here on Two Up Front. Coach, we want to take you back across the pond for a moment before you made the jump over to the NWSL. You spent some time, uh, six seasons from my account, with uh, the Chelsea Football Club for their women's teams. Can you talk, and we always ask the players, too, that have done time in Europe or in Asia or any of those areas, too, can you talk a little bit about the dynamics between the two leagues? I mean, you spent such a long time there. You've already been here in, in, in America for a while as well, too, looking at both very high-class leagues. Can you talk a little bit through about what it's like to be a part of both of those and maybe some differences if you've noticed any? Yeah, the biggest improvement from the FAWSL has happened in the last five, six years, and that's when I've been in America. So I can only... I can only comment on on the people that I speak to, the head coaches there, the the video, the games that I've watched when looking at players. I can't speak about when I was there. It was very different. It's it's improved and moved on a lot. A lot more clubs are investing more money. Uh, the FA has invested and continues to improve the women's game. So I haven't seen it firsthand. I think from from my subjective opinion of all the 
the things that I have I know and been told. I think the league uh, has grown a lot. I think the difference between the FAWSL and and the NWSL is the physicality, the speed, the um, the intensity, the, the the way that the players and the and the teams in this league work, and it's even how they train. You know, it's it's such a such a high intensity and high work rate. And I think the biggest thing is mentality. I, I remember, you know, I remember uh, being back in England and. Um, the mentality to improve your game, improve your physicality, improve your mental side. If anything you can do to, to be a better player, it was only okay. And um, regards to coaches and players. And in America, I think that's one of the best things. Um, each player would do what it takes to improve that tiny percent. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, so I think that, you know, even with a Mandine from, from France joining one of the best, you know, coming from Lyon, one of the best clubs in Europe, just winning the Champions League, She's even discussed, she's been surprised with the speed, the intensity, the way that the players work and how, how hard they work. You know, the, on the flip side, you know, the French league, the English league, it is more uh, focused on tactical and technical. Mm. You know, and when you have more tactical and technical focus, the speed will drop down a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I think, um, I think the difference is definitely the speed. And, and here, you know, it's, uh, I think for me and my team, we want, the most intelligent players here in Portland because we do want to play an intelligent style, an intelligent brand of soccer. And can we combine the technical, tactical things that you see across other leagues with with the fantastic physicality and speed and intensity of the, the American League? Um, you've seen Kansas and Seattle do that in the last two years. You've seen them combine the best of both worlds. And, you know, I think we've done that for this year as well. But we're just in the first stage. We're in the beginning stage. And mm-hmm. it's going to be a a long process to to become the team that we want to be, and and then try and sustain that over multiple years. And Mark, continuing on with the uh, the theme of your career, when you were with Washington, you were both the GM and the head coach. Uh, now you've got obviously Gavin Wilkinson over there in Portland as your GM. Do you miss the GM role at all, or are you relieved to just be focusing on the coaching aspect of the game? No, I, I, when you have, I honestly think I've got the best GM in the league and one of the best GMs in the in the MLS. So, so I think that it's just been a an incredible, uh, you know, I say bonus and and transition because what well, I think as a coach you're always going to have you're always going to do your homework and and, and on players and yeah, the way that you recruit and scout and identify. Um, but having a GM that's ex- experienced as Gavin just puts any of my scouting or, or recruitment or network or contacts, whatever I have, it puts it onto another planet because his experience, his knowledge, his his, um, his expertise in, in being a GM and looking at everything from different angles, short, medium, and long term. And, you know, so I think, you know, the, the basic skill set, and I mean that, I've been in the league for three years, my basic skill set, of of uh, of doing what I do, you know, I'm I'm not doing much, things much different from from what I was doing in Washington, but here with that expertise, we're able to attract you know a different level of player. One because of the club that, that I'm at now, but but two because of his knowledge and experience in in making that happen. So I think it's been a great, it's been a fantastic transition. I've I've loved working with him, and and I and I think that it's it's uh, been a huge value to to help me be a bit more uh, effective. And um, I think for him, uh, I hope that I've added some to, to his skill set in, in the women's game. Um, 
know, I know I've learned a lot more from him than he has from me. But I think it's a good team, and I've, I've loved, I've loved every second. And also, you know, the the only, you know, the positive part of the GM is talking to players and signing and moving and uh, scouting players. You know, that's the cool part. There are other not so cool parts, and so I have I've not missed those not so cool parts at all. And it's interesting. <laughs> Some of the coaches call. And they they asked me about this thing that might be going on in the league or that thing, and I and I feel a bit refreshed because I haven't I didn't know I'm not stressed about it because I'm not necessarily aware of it yet because because I don't you know I'm not on the phone calls and the emails as much now and that's cool that that's a, I think it's a, it's the right setup I I I get to be fully focused on the team and the performance of the team I've got the best GM in the country here uh, mm. keeping an eye on what we're doing and our direction. But also, it's a, it's a huge collaboration. So I think it's a it's a dream partnership, and I'm and I'm fortunate to be a part of it. You can't argue with that when when the men's team is lifting an MLS Cup trophy last year, and the you know, women's team is first in the league at this point, undefeated. Yeah, it's a huge credit to what Gavin and, and Merritt Olsen have uh, been doing here over the last few years. Absolutely. Well, Coach, we appreciate you taking some time today to be with us on Two Up Front. Uh, if you are in the Portland area, go visit them. They haven't been home in a while, and I'm sure Coach is very excited about that. Uh, they take on Sky Blue FC on Saturday, July 2nd, and then on Saturday, July 9th as well, as they take on FC Kansas City as well. Coach, good luck to you the rest of the way, and uh, we hope to chat with you again later on in the season come playoff time. Yeah, thanks for your coverage of the women's game, and I appreciate your time today. Cheers, guys. Absolutely, Coach. Anytime. Thank you. Head coach of the Bye-bye. Portland Thorns, Mark Parsons, on the program with us. We will run to a break. When we come back, we've got more exciting action in store for you. You're listening to Two Up Front, presented by ShopFutsal.com. Stay with us. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. The sweet aromas of the apple fritter, cinnamon roll, and blueberry muffin are hard to resist. So making it the rest of the way home without reaching in your McDonald's bag is no easy task. But nothing worth doing is easy. Wake up and pair any one of these sweet, fluffy, frittery bakery treats with a McCafe iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.